0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I assumed at some point Kevin Burkhart and Charles Davis were going to force Jay Cutler back onto a field. Didn't think it was going to happen before they actually did a broadcast. But here is Charles to defend himself and enlighten us on all things NFL. Charles, it's Andrew and Brian. What's going on, man? How are you today?
1: I'm doing great. It's good to hear you guys' voices. Before we start... Whenever I hear a rooster crow, <laughs> isn't the Gap Band supposed to play right after that?
2: <laughs> <laughs> exactly, baby. Early in the morning, right? All right. So, so that's the first thing. <laughs> and the second
1: thing is I got a text yesterday. I actually flew in from Nashville. I was at Tennessee Titans camp, and I flew in from Nashville and landed. I'm driving home. I'm listening to uh, radio, and all of a sudden, breaking news, Jay Cutler signs the Miami Dolphins. And no sooner does that happen than the texts start coming in. And one of my boys texted me and said, "Look at you! You already drove him back to the football
2: field did even get a game in. The
1: personality you've got, I was like, thanks a lot." Man.
2: Your boys keep it real, don't they? Don't think they? I mean, they took no time
1: to jump on me and blame me. Left Kevin totally out of it.
2: It's yeah, all my fault. right, right. <laughs> of course. Now, were you guys able to get some reps in before he he took his ball and went back to the NFL? You, you know, we we had um
1: we had rehearsal games lined up, but we never got to them. Gotcha. So, you know, but we spent time together prior to, but we never got to that part. So, look, I'll just tell you straight up. You know, I'm not going to speak for Jay for in any sense, but someone calls and tells me I can come back and play, be a starter in the league with with a, with a, a playoff team from last year. And says I are going to put ten million minimum in my pocket, maybe thirteen if I hit incentives. I, I might start loosening up the
2: old the old wing <laughs> <doing> myself. <laughs> I, that's a no brainer, man. Yeah, of course, the no brainer. Yeah, put your, uh, your Baneuson
0: on, get uh, off the balcony, <laughs> and go throw some footballs.
2: Even if I can't start, hey, <laughs> sign me up. I'm, I'm coming.
0: Me. So, Charles, um, we've had some disagreement this morning. I Whether it's Cutler or Kaepernick or any other starting caliber quarterback, to me, the Dolphins had to make a move like this. Brian would have ridden Matt Moore for a full season. Do you think they had to replace Ryan Tannehill, or would you have stuck with Moore as a full-time starter?
1: That's a, you know, I, I love the question, Andrew, and here's how I, I answer it. I was in Miami Friday. How about that for timing? Mm-hmm. I, I planned a trip ahead of time. I'm driving down Thursday night because they're going to practice Friday morning. And once again, the radio informs me that Ryan Tannehill is gone. That's, oh, my God, you got to be kidding me. So roll into camp the next day, and now there's a heavy discussion going on amongst the you know us media types, right? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? What are you going to do? No one knew exactly what was going on with Tannehill at that time, but everybody played, okay, let's play worst-case scenario. He's going to be out for a while. There was a group that covers the Dolphins pretty extensively that was of the opinion that Matt Moore should keep the job because the guys liked him in the locker room, you know, was gritty last year, helped him get to the playoffs, et cetera, et cetera. The sense I got from people around the organization is Matt Moore is a good backup. We got to go for it. And that's when I said, okay, this is going to be interesting to see how this plays out. First, what's, what's the extent of Tannehill's injury? Two, if it's out for a long time, I left there with the feeling that they were going to try and make a move with someone. I thought Kaepernick was a non-starter, believe it or not. Yes, he's a starter to come in and play with Matt Moore. Now, if they would signed Cap, I think Moore would have kept the job until he couldn't keep the job. Mm-hmm. But Cutler was going to be signed to be a starter right out of the gate. Just just plain and simple. But I really thought that Cap was not going to Miami, not because Steven Ross was the problem, the owner. Steven Ross would have welcomed him with open arms. You've seen how supportive he's been of his guys. But it was the Castro shirt last year, the comments, the week of the San Francisco, San Francisco game. You know, I think that was around the time that Fidel Castro died. So now you've got this thing all up in the air. And Armando Salguero, you guys know Armando. He's the yeah. number one beat writer for Miami. When Cap made his comments, and I'm not going to go into all that there, but he pointed out all the inconsistencies and falsehoods of the things that Cap was saying about Castro regime Cuba because Armando had immigrated from there with his family had been fortunate enough to get out. And so in that community, not starter. And that's something Stephen Ross has to be aware of because that is a very supportive community of the Dolphins. So I just didn't see Cap as, as being a viable option when I left there on Friday. I thought it was Cutler or God knows what was going to happen. You know, now you're starting to get into Sean Hill territory. Right. right. Well my he point, wouldn't come in as a starter. Matt Moore would have kept the job then.
2: Yeah, my, my, my point with Matt Moore was ride with him now. Now, as far as the entire season, you, you never know what's going to transpire. But on off the heels of his playoff performance. The guy threw for almost 300 yards. He hit 80% of his passes, one touchdown, one interception. One would think that he has earned the right to be the starter for the time being, and if he loses that job, so be it. But they didn't think that that was a good enough performance for him to be considered the starter with Tannehill going down? I think that the the performance wasn't the issue, uh, Brian.
1: I think that they feel like they were looking at it over the long haul versus the short. Because you remember Matt came in and played three games regular season, one playoff game. So they went 2-1, and one, I believe, under him, mm-hmm. got into the playoffs. I can't remember everyone they played, but I know they beat a bad Jets team. You know, I, I believe one of those Thursday night specials or something like that that Matt played and so on. So I think over the long haul, and this was nothing anyone said, but the sense was you're a little more limited with Matt and what you're going to do offensively. Cutler, while he – well, you know, we can talk about this, that, and everything with him. One of the most underrated aspects of Jay's game is movement skills. And Matt can move around. But you also remember that shot he took against Pittsburgh? Yeah. When he just refused to get down when – here comes the defender. So you're going to have to sign someone regardless, you know. Because no uh, – this is where you feel bad for David Fales and Brandon Dowdy. They eventually, they, I'm sure they called them in and said, hmm. Your feelings may be hurt, but there's no way that we can go with Matt, who might not make it 16. Very few quarterbacks do. And look at you guys that are going to carry us home because we think we're a playoff team. They had to go get someone else.
0: Charles, um, is there any room in this conversation? It's a touchy subject because we we don't know exactly what Tannehill was diagnosed with back in December. You're asking about putting a guy under the knife. But is there any conversation about blame to put around him, the team, that he didn't have surgery in December and not have this become an issue and ruin this
1: season as well? Yeah, that's where the, the hindsight kicks in, Andrew, as we all know. Because when he got hurt, I believe surgery was a viable option. But they also believed it was a viable option with a partial tear to let it heal on its own. And Brian would tell you, for all athletes, if you can avoid the knife, you're probably going to take that option anytime you don't have to go get cut on. But the flip side was you will get other opinions that will say a partial tear might as well have been a complete tear, Right. that you're going to have instability. And while that may not be the exact injury Ryan Tannehill got this time, You may have created an atmosphere for other injuries to happen. So it's going to go back and forth, but they made their decision. They went at it that way. And you know what the real irony of the whole thing is? I think one or two days before the injury, Ryan Tannehill, there's a sound bite, and you guys could probably find it, where he told the Miami media, okay, it's time to quit asking me about my knee. Hmm. I've never been more confident. It's it's strong. We're fine. There are no issues. can we move on from that discussion? I'm paraphrasing that's essentially what he told the media, and then one or two days later, the injury happens.
2: Charles, you mentioned you just leaving the Titans camp, and Marcus Mariota is a guy who's dealt with injuries his entire young NFL career, and they want him to stop running around as much. And I think they can lean on that that running game. That's why you 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 go out yep. and and you get the running backs, in, in, in which they they did a season ago. DeMarco Murray, you, you, you draft a Derrick Henry. Uh, how did Marcus Mariota look?
1: He looked he looked really good. They had one of those situational scrimmages, you know, where where it was thud contact, but they did go live on goal line plays. And Mariota out there moved around well, scored on a uh, on a 5-yard bootleg. You know, faked the inside dive and got to the corner and, and waltzed in. Um the day before they actually practiced at a local high school to help drum up interest in that part of the 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 area of Nashville, which was a really smart move on their part, and he got free on a scramble and slid like he was going into second base and popped back up. So the confidence level continues to rise, that he's healthy and and, and working well. The arm is sharp, guys. He threw some passes. He just whistled it. And he's showing really good maturity when he feels pressure. If If he's not able to get down, he gets rid of the football. He goes into the third row. Those are the things that they're enjoying seeing from him, but he looks very very healthy and looks like he's gaining confidence each and every day in terms of how his leg is holding up under him and uh, I don't expect that to be an issue at all and what's the you know the funny part is they 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 end up playing they end up playing um Seattle and the moving quarterback in Russell Wilson like the third game of the season in Tennessee and get a chance to take a good look at that. Mm. They open with Oakland. And Derek Carr is coming off of a leg injury. So you got both of the quarterbacks, two teams with incredibly high hopes, facing off on opening day, whose quarterback is healthier, whose quarterback's more confident, which one plays better, and can one of those teams get a jump on the season.
0: Charles, exactly how good are they? Are they a playoff team? Can they win a playoff game? What's the ceiling for them in your mind for this season?
1: I think that with what they did in, in the offseason – drafting Corey Davis. Now, he pulled a hamstring or, or tweaked the hamstring, so he's out for a little while, the wide receiver from Western Michigan. But they definitely upgraded there because Taewon Taylor from Western Kentucky is, a, is an upgrade for them at wide receiver. But if they get Corey Davis, Taewon Taylor going with Rashard Matthews, Delaney Walker at tight end. They added Johnu Smith, who they're really force-feeding a lot of time as another tight end position. That's a big help to take some of the... I'm not going to say take pressure off the running game, but be the group that really takes the running game to the next level. Because now, as Brian would tell you, you run the heck out of it, run the heck out of it. Now if they can hurt you downfield off a of play action instead of just getting 10 yards off a of play action, now you've got something going. And that's what they're looking to do. Flip it over on defense. Logan Ryan added at corner. Kevin Byard second year at safety. Adding Jonathan Cyprian as their hammer in, in, in run defense. This is a team that is going to not only contend for the division, but will contend for winning a playoff game or more. I think that they're that good. Some people have them, you know, really, really high. I think they're good enough to contend to win their division with Houston right now, no doubt. Indianapolis, we'll see if they're back into it. But I think right now Tennessee and Houston are the favorites in the AFC South.
2: Charles Davis, NFL on Fox, NFL Network. College football analysts, not so much college football analysts any more joining us here on Gio and Jones CBS Sports Radio you mentioned Houston's Sean Watson all the reports are he's picked up the playbook uh, the guy's far ahead of any rookie that Bill O'Brien the head coach there has ever coached uh, do you get the sense he's going to win this job
1: that felt like it Bill O'Brien talking about that Bill O'Brien of course publicly still endorsing Tom Savage But Tom Savage doesn't have enough equity to keep the position just for that reason. You know, he's been named Mm the starter before, but he's been dinged up every time. In fact, he was supposed to be the starter in the playoffs last year, got dinged up and couldn't play, and they had to play Brock Osweiler again. So he hasn't been able to submit the position. And so I was all in that Deshaun Watson's just going to take that job and wouldn't surprise me if he started game one, and that could still happen. But then here comes DeAndre Hopkins. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Did you see that one? Yeah, Andre Hopkins, our number one receiver, came out and endorsed Tom Savage. Yep. Said, he's clearly our number one quarterback. And he said, and, and made sure to get it out there one more time. <laughs> I played with a lot of quarterbacks here in Houston. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, boy. Yeah. <laughs> he jumped on that one because, what was it, two years ago, what, he played with four different guys? Yeah. Last year he played with Savage, Osweiler. I mean, it just keeps going and going. And he's saying – in his mind, it's clear that Tom Savage should be the guy. So another precinct heard from, and a pretty significant one. So we'll see how they decide to go with it. But bottom line is they moved up to get Deshaun Watson with the idea that they can't just win a division anymore. They've got to get deeper into the playoffs, and that's why that's why Deshaun Watson was drafted.
0: Charles, I don't know if you saw what Kirk Cousins said over the weekend, uh, but again, uh, reiterating that he's at he's at peace with his decision to play this year under the franchise tag. See what happens next year. He was quoting scripture, and that I trust that you know, the, with my college choice, I only had two options. I didn't want to go to either place, and all of a sudden, Michigan State jumped in in the last second, and I, things went well there. Um, a, I, I wish I had that kind of confidence, but B, more importantly. Um, are you at peace with his decision, or is he gambling too much, not having a long-term commitment from the Redskins?
1: Oh, I, I'm actually at peace with it for him, and not that he needs my peace. But you guys, you guys know Kirk's background. His father's a minister. He's grounded in his faith, and he's he's held that for a long time. And he's been that guy that people wanted to overlook, as he noted in co- even just going to college. Turned out he was a three-time captain at Michigan State and won a lot of ball games. Look for him the reason i say he's at peace is that he's put up excellent numbers. He they were in the playoffs 2 years ago. If he pulls that off again and gets Washington back into the playoffs, i don't think he can lose. And remind me again guys, how much did they franchise him for again this yeah, year? It's yeah, it's a lot.
0: 26, isn't it? It's the cost of okay. a Jerry Jones Hall of Fame party plus a few <laughs> yeah. a few extra. Yeah.
1: I would i would be at peace if someone franchised me at 25 dollars. <laughs> yeah, $20. right. I, I will be just fine because then I really can't lose. I play well. I've got more suitors next year, and I'm sitting there in Washington with a bunch of guys who want me to be their quarterback in the first place. <laughs> so I, I think I think uh, yeah I could I could kick back on that one and feel pretty darn good. And he's a kid who's used to used to being the one that people want to replace. So he doesn't play with any trepidation. He goes out and proves people wrong more times than not.
2: Yeah, I, I don't need a higher power to to get me uh, I'm good. to be did at say, peace. Did you say twenty five? Yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I can find it, a lot of peace. But it could be forty. <laughs> yeah, whatever.
1: It, 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 listen, <laughs> listen <laughs> at, at twenty five, I'm great. Yeah. At 40? I might retire. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, hey, listen, I, I would be as, as peaceful as Thornton Mellon and back to school at that one, right? There you Thornton, go. <laughs> I just have one question. Did you do all the work on that test yourself? <laughs> yes, dean I, dean, I can't tell you a lie. Yes, I did. Do you remember what the Dean said? I'm satisfied.
2: <laughs> there you go. Well, we're not That's satisfied. We got one last question for you. Uh, are are you familiar with the term Billy with the stamp? <laughs> no, <laughs> no <hit me. laughs> well, that hit makes two that. brothers. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. I was trying. Uh, my my partner over here, Andrew, came to me hoping I could educate him. Uh, it's a lyric from Meek Mill's 1942 flows, and you know the resident brother had no idea what Meek was talking about, so I thought I'd. Turned to another Billy, brother, Billy with a stick, Billy with the stamp. Yeah, the full story. Stamp.
0: The the full story, Charles, is LeBron did an acoustic version of this song from the gym and put it on Instagram. So it got us to the lyrics, and there's the one line is, uh, and I'm paraphrasing. I I bought a mansion with a pool in it, Billy with the stamp. I'm getting two with it, yeah. and we don't know what that second line we have means. No
2: idea. Hmm.
0: <laughs>
1: yeah, you know, as as, my, as one of my fellows from college would have said educate me on that yeah. one, because yeah. I got nothing. So, 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 when you guys get that one, look, look at this, Andrew. You got two brothers who just went. We got nothing. Today. So, 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 I know, I know this. When BJ and I show up at the club right now, they might pull our black car. We, we might get, it. we might get, it. we might get a gang when we show up.
2: And, and, and that'll make me. You curious. can come do some line dancing with me, at the local you know, we'll saloon that's it.
1: We'll go over there. And we'll, we'll we'll be doing our two
2: step. Yeah. No, that's why I just. Hang out in the lounge.
1: <laughs> Listen, BJ, I'm I'm the guy in the corner now who just stands there, you know, and just got that one leg moving, <laughs> and just, just stay in the corner. Got the twitch. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> I'm with you.
2: I now, I can drop it like it's hot every now and then. depending depends on how lubricated I am, but uh, yeah, for the yeah, most yeah. part.
1: And, and, yeah. and then you wake up the next morning holl- hollering for the training. <laughs> I know that feeling.
2: <laughs> well, thanks, my man. Appreciate you. You know we'll be calling on you again throughout the season.
1: Look forward to it. It's great chatting with you guys. You take care of yourself. And, uh. I just, just make sure that I get an answer next time. <laughs> you, well, do, we, we're going to figure it out. Week, how do you get a week off <laughs> when training camps have opened? That's all I want to know.
0: It's a good question.
1: <laughs> no joke. It's, it's a good
0: question. Be Thanks, good, man. Charles. We'll talk to you soon.
2: T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours.